Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sports book that gives you tools to win, like MyBookie. At MyBookie, it doesn't matter if your team is up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boosts, same game parlays, and take advantage of huge prize pool contests. Every single sack, fumble, and touchdown is another chance to hit payday. To get started, go to mybookie.ag and on your first deposit, use promo code TSUS to grab a deposit match up to $1,000. Try the MyBookie money bag to grab a potential Super Bowl front runner at long shot odds. Plus 38,000 on the Eagles and Chiefs. You won't find odds like that anywhere else. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players. And you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at prize picks they also have a slick easy to use mobile app both on the app store and google play they're rated 4.8 stars in the app store with rave reviews so many fans and listeners of the spurs up show have made tons of money with our friends at prize picks and you should as well so again go download the prize picks app or go to prizepicks.com and when you do use that promo code ts U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. taking the time let me first say this it was awesome to be in studio with you and diesel yesterday i appreciate you having me and uh excited to chat with you once again my friend how are you man it was great having you in studio we got we got to do that again man that was fun show flew by uh you know a lot of uh i'm sure we agreed on every single thing we said you know <laughs> but uh outside of that man was uh was good to show you the digs and show you the studio a little bit and uh you know where we uh, where we are, where we bunker down to offend the masses uh, in the upstate of South Carolina on a daily basis. Indeed, Mark. I was thinking that actually after I left, in regards to you know, it's it's funny. You look at the setups and you look at the microphone and you think of how much chaos at times it can cause. And but the beauty is in the banter. That's the beautiful thing of it. But it's it's really cool to sit back and, like you said, get to see where the sauce is made. And again, you guys do a good job. In regards to that, before we get into all this football stuff, Mark, because there's a ton to discuss with you, obviously, um, you know, really quickly, we touched on this yesterday, but how about the start for Gamecocks men's basketball in year two of Lamont Paris? You mentioned, right, year one, it's going to be rough, more than likely going to be a disaster, even with G.G. Jackson. You and I agreed, actually, if you could get to the NIT in year two, I said even if you could just be on the bubble, I think that'd be a step forward. All of a sudden, South Carolina 7-0 and and They'll take on a Clemson team that, again, you mentioned what uh, Clemson's AD told you about this is a make-or-break year for Brad Brownell, and so far they're making it top 25. They're undefeated as well. Good times for basketball in the Palmetto State. It's unbelievable. We've been saying this for years, Chris, like what has happened to basketball, you know? And then it's the chicken and the egg thing, and Dan Mullen addressed this when he was at Florida. He said, he said it's you come and then we win. It's not we win and then you come. It's a chicken and the egg thing. But I've had Clemson, South Carolina fans tell me, look, we've had nothing to cheer for for so many years. Don't blame us for having one toe in. And so at some point, like I think the Carolina Panthers are getting to that point, Chris, where it's like, no, 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 it's not we show up and then you win. You've given us nothing. You have to prove to us that we can trust in the product that we're receiving. Right, Chris, if you got eight bad pizzas from the pizza shop down the block and then the ninth one was good, you'd be a little bit wary of what the 10th one was going to be like. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's what Clemson and South Carolina fans have gotten from a basketball standpoint. And um, and now you're saying, well, where's the fan support? Where's the fan support? Well, Dawn Staley has earned what she's built. Right. She has built that. It wasn't like that season one, game one. It wasn't like that season three, game one. 
she has earned a higher average attendance than the men get, right? And so I just, I had a really good feeling about Lamont Paris when he was hired. I was on the court um, when his team beat Furman the year before in the SoCon championship game. And what I can tell you about that experience, Chris, is you felt that Furman was going to lose. I don't know how. You felt they were going to lose. And part of that is the vibe and the body language and everything that you're seeing from the players on the court. You know, you knew that he was a guy that gets more out of less. You knew that he was a guy that really instills a ton of confidence that they're going to find a way to win the game. And gosh darn it, man, already year number two. Chris, you would have to tell me about some of these guys. You know, like who's back from last year of note, right? And what key transfer portal guys, if any, did they get? How is he doing this? Because to (laughs) me, it feels like smoke and mirrors. And again, you know, like to tie this into Gamecock football, Chris, before you answer that question, is like there's a lot of fans saying, well, how are we ever going to be better than we were without Spencer Rattler? Well, how are the Gamecocks men's basketball team, how are they going to be better than they were without Gigi Jackson? Sometimes, brother, there are cancers that you can't see that are pervasive in the locker room. And sometimes it's just the team getting better surrounding the new quarterback that that really lifts the team. Florida Gator basketball, Chris, had Anthony Roberson and Matt Walsh and were eliminated in the second round. And they had freshmen, um, Al Horford and Joe Kim Noah and Gator fans said, man, we're definitely not going to be better without NBA guys. Anthony Roberson and Matt Walsh won the national championship the next year when they when they left. You can't predict that stuff. It's easy to say, well, not going to be as good without Spencer Rattler, without Gigi Jackson until you are. And then you realize as a fan, this doesn't really make a lot of sense. You know, Gigi Jackson isn't here and the team is much better. That's because there's so much that goes on beneath the surface that you can't see. So what am I missing about uh, Gamecock basketball, Chris? Give me the 411. Yeah, you know, to your point, Mark, I, I think what you've seen is, and there was a lot of questions, right, at the portal guys they picked up would work out. I, I think simply put, they just have to this point. Uh, also, Michi Johnson, who did return from last year, has has been really, really good. Uh, I forget if it was the last game or, <clears throat> excuse me, a couple games ago, we had 29 points in the ball game, really exploded in that. But he's been really good at the guard spot. Miles Studi was a guard they picked up from Vandy. B.J. Mack from Wofford was a really pickup over the offseason. Taylon Cooper, a guard from Minnesota. So I, I think they've hit on a lot of the portal guys, or at least to this point, right? The portal guys have been – big contributors whereas last year I'm not exactly sure that was the case and of course it was year one of Lamont I I also think Mark to the point of you know talking about Gigi Jackson you know we mentioned this before the season started I I think they I I don't know Mark I think they've been better because the lead storyline every night's not Gigi Jackson the the whole season doesn't feel like it's about Gigi Jackson it's just kind of like one less thing to worry about if you will and I think this team's doing a good job of playing team basketball. And, I mean, listen, they're, they're shooting the ball lights out. They're making a ton of threes. They made a school record. I think it was 18 threes in their last game. Uh, so, we'll, we'll see tomorrow night, obviously. I, I think the fairly or unfairly, the Clemson game is going to be the one that, that most folks look at and say, okay, well, you're 7-0, but who have you played? Are you for real? Well, let's see it against somebody. It'll be the first true road game for South Carolina as well. Clemson, on the other hand, 
four of their seven games have been on the road, including their last win against Alabama, which is a big-time win because Bama is one of the best teams in the SEC. So we'll see. But I, I think simply put, Mark, I, I just think the portal. I think they, they've hit on those guys in the portal. And there's some veteran guys in there, right, that have had experience against Studi, Cooper, Mack, like I mentioned. Like these aren't youngsters who weren't really playing at their other spots. Like they're guys that have played a lot and have – Quality experience. I, I think that's what's shining through the most right now. So, to your point on the football side, I think that's what you need there as well. So, um, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, it's interesting in college basketball, too, that, and I think this is a smart strategy from Lamont Paris, is that oftentimes in hoops, the 21, 22 year old less heralded players can outperform the guys that Kentucky gets that are 18 and that are all going to be leaving, right? One and done. Um, and basketball is a sport where, you know, the best talent doesn't always win. You know, our men's basketball team uh, for the United States of America doesn't always win the FIBA World Basketball Cup or the Olympic gold medal, right? You can overcome talent with applying as a team and with scheme. And so I think it's a smart program building strategy for Lamont Paris to say, man, outside of the one Gigi Jackson hit, I'm seeing that I'm not able to get the four and five stars were out of out of high school just yet. Our program isn't there. They're hitting me with the with the ghosts or the no response when I when I hit them. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna show we can win a different way. And then when people believe in what what I'm building here, me serving as Lamont Paris for this yeah. rant, um, then that might open some doors to some four and five star players. Shane Beamer is able to get in homes now that he wasn't able to get in into in year one. You know, a win over Clemson and a win over Tennessee will do that for you, right? So I, listen, I love what he's doing. I love the hire, you know? Uh, you know, there was, there, was a, there was a point in time, Chris, when Colin Cowherd and Jim Rome didn't have names, right? I always love the excuse, well, who are we going to hire that's better? Clemson fans. Name for me the hire that's better than Brad Brownell. Such a lazy argument. If you're the athletic director, that's your job. It's your job to find the next Billy Donovan, right? That's your job. Locate him. That's why you're paying big-time athletic directors seven figures these days, right? Either you can locate him or you can't. I love what Lamont Paris is doing, brother. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mark, before we get into the college ball playoff stuff, I, I, I want to run this by you. I kicked off the show with this and was having a conversation off air with a good buddy of mine. That, And, and we're, <clears throat> we're seeing this across college football as a whole right now. Obviously, the portal has opened. You know, talking points of NIL and what have you guys are, are getting the bag, leaving for the bag, what have you. I, I just, and I feel like the old man yelling at clouds. You can tell me if I am that, but... I just feel like we are in such a crazy place to where NIL has created this environment in college football where guys who are supposed to come back next year, right? Like they're not going to the draft. They're maybe not even eligible. Guys who have no reason to leave. It's like everyone is making an announcement now. And again, this is happening all across college football. I'm not singling out South Carolina, but Players are making announcements they are coming back by, I just signed this NIL deal with this collective. I'm back next year. And it's like, you were supposed to be back. Like, you know, it's like guys are signing new one-year contracts, like at the NFL level, MLB, just any pro sport. Like, is that that all NIL or are they talking? I saw the one from the Gamecocks yesterday. Is that NIL or is that? uh, Well, that's collective. That that, that that no that's that's a collective yes so like oh, the so Garnet Trust he signed for yes. money yes to come collective. back yes just signed yes signed well, guess, to the collective what? yes who, who said that who said that Chris who said what who who made the announcement yesterday for the Gamecocks uh the Garnet Trust is the collective so no they, they who, what was the player who was the player? oh well I mean it's Luke Doty this morning Tonka Hemingway Boogie Huntley yesterday um Jalon Boogie Huntley Bo- Boogie Huntley uh you know. I don't give a rat's ass what you signed, okay? You probably weren't worthy of signing anything, all right? Just being just being totally honest with you. You're lucky you have a spot on the team, okay? You're lucky South Carolina's paying your way. How about be appreciative for what you have signed, signed? And, it, and it's happening everywhere, though. You're like, you're seeing guys all over the country. Like I just... Again, maybe I'm the old man yelling at clouds, but I, I just it's it's a wild and I mean that this opens the door to the conversation, Mark. Your your thoughts on just we knew about Juice Wells, but I mean South Carolina's had 16 players enter the portal. There's rumors that maybe there's more on the way. Now again, hey, a no, lot of there's these... good news. Boogie's signed. Let's pay no <laughs> pay no attention to the fact that no one else was going to sign him. But uh, but he's signed, so we're in a good place. Your your thoughts, Mark, on and I know we've had this combo before, but the the portal. I mean, again, we're only one day in this thing. Over a thousand players have entered after one day. Kyle McCord from Ohio State, Walter Nolan at A and M, DJ Uyunglele over at Oregon State. I mean, it's. I think we talked about it yesterday. The business of college football, in regards to you know the overall business, but for guys like us, content creators, it's never been better. Being a fan of college football, could you argue that it's never been worse? It's never been worse. And Chris, does it make me a bad person for saying the following? You know, I'm so tired 
of these canned responses. You and I are friends with this dude in all kinds of weather that covers Florida. Mm. Every time someone transfers, he posts, thank you for what you did for the University of Florida. Like, get the hell out of here with this, man. Like, here's the reality, Chris. Does it make me a bad person to say we need some of these outcomes to work out poorly? We need some of these outcomes to work out poorly. We need some of these kids to learn that the grass isn't always greener. We need a market correction here, right? We need that. If we're wishing everybody well, and I hope you become a superstar, and sorry, you couldn't become a superstar here, and that's where it is, this problem is just going to get worse. It's not going to become better. We need a very hard lesson to be learned that, hey, man, where you got it is good. Where you got it is good. Chris, I think about that every day where I am. Where I have it is good. Don't try to be happier than happy, right? Where you've got it is good. What you've built built is good. Don't try to be happier than happy, right? Now, there could be uh, amazing opportunities that come our way that we can't foresee, right? Uh, At the same time, like realize what you've got. And so if we're genuinely wishing that all these guys who are dumping our teams, if we're, if we're genuinely wishing them nothing but the best, then college football is going to be worse for the wear. Some of these dudes need to fail. And perhaps I'm the only guy willing to say that. Moving into, Mark, the college football playoff stuff. Again, we talked about this a lot yesterday, but for those who may have missed it, you have a very strong stance on, which I admire your objectivity because this is the arch rival of the Florida Gators, Florida State. They are left out. Alabama is in. What was your immediate reaction? I'm sure you were watching like the rest of us. What was your immediate reaction to seeing that? Chris, I'm not sure if you've seen this today, but I've, I've said my immediate reaction today, okay? Um, and... Uh, if, if you're familiar with the sports center anchor, L Duncan, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she's come at me in the last couple of hours for this. Now I know L, uh, she was a sports anchor on TV in Atlanta when I was in Atlanta and she came on my shows in Atlanta. Um, and she said, Mark, you know, I'm a fan of yours and I, I like you, but I don't like this take. What I said, Chris was, it's sad to say that we now know that college football committee playoff members and uh, many media personalities that we've watched for years were bought. They were bought. And here's what I mean by that. When you choose ratings over the most deserving team, you were bought. The committee did that. The committee made it the brand power invitational, right? And so they're bought. And that is a sad state of affairs to be in. In this particular instance, there was no right. It's not, Mark Ryan, you were wrong. The committee got it right. There was no right. And no matter what they did, they were committing a cardinal sin. Either you're leaving out a power five unbeaten. Either you're ignoring head-to-head in the case of Texas. Either you're, or you're ignoring the fact that Alabama just beat the, the committee's number one team in Alabama. But to me, there were three teams two teams, I should say, that were guaranteed in. Those two teams were Florida State and Washington. Michigan has the cheating question mark. So that puts them in their own iffy category. And then, okay, so 
if you decide that Michigan is in, that leaves a debate between Alabama and Texas. Which do you value more? The head-to-head win in September or Alabama's Saturday win in December over the number one team in America. But to me, Florida State and Washington were the two biggest chew-ins. And then look, consider the message that we just sent that, you know, cheating is cool. We acknowledge Michigan cheated. They've acknowledged they've cheated. They accepted their punishment. Do you accept a punishment for something you didn't do? They've fired people on their staff who were cheating. Okay. Um, The only thing we're missing is the end of the smoking gun where Connor Stallions reveals who received the information that he got. That's the only piece that we're missing here. Right. Um, So Florida State and Washington, based on what they achieved, were in. And one of the worst things that's happening in society right now, Chris, with the pervasiveness and uh, the increase in saturation of betting is now we're allowing lines to make decisions for us. Okay, and I think that's a really dangerous place to be. Oh, man, Florida State would have been an underdog. Therefore, they're worst. They're they're worse than these other two teams. Well, who was an underdog? Washington, Oregon. Oh, okay. Why play the game? Who was an underdog? Alabama, Georgia. Why play the game? Florida State damn well earned the right to prove the Vegas odds makers wrong. And the most lazy, idiotic discussion is, well, when Georgia dispatches a, Flo- a Florida State that doesn't care anymore, you know, that has given been given no reason, that's proof that Florida State didn't deserve. No, no, no. They earned the right to be there independent of any result that happens afterward. Okay, that is totally irrelevant. TCU earned the right to be in last year's playoff, independent of them getting depanced in the national championship game. They beat Michigan. They earned the right to be in there. Okay, so the results don't mean you deserve or didn't deserve a damn thing. What they did, I think Florida State was the second most deserving team to be in the college football playoff after Washington. Michigan's in its own category, okay? Then if you if you decide Michigan's not in, then Alabama and Texas are in. If you decide Michigan's in, then you debate between Alabama and Texas. But Florida State damn well should be in that thing. And um, I find their exclusion, all right? And the proof to all of you guys that I'm able to be objective is that I hate Florida State more than any other team as a Florida grad, okay? They are the team that I hate more than any other, okay? I'm telling you, this is the most egregious, most corrupt action that I've seen in my years of watching sports. The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot 
watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code SPURSUP for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code SPURSUP, S-P-U-R-S-U-P, for $20 off your first purchase. Game Time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, and you're set. And also, tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought. Whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, Buying tickets shouldn't be stressful, and Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P-U-R-S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And it's brought you to a point, Mark, which I think is interesting because like we talked yesterday, I, I, I think – one of my bigger takeaways from all of this, it was just, it was a flawed system that got exposed. Four spots for five Power Five conferences. It, it was, I'm surprised it took this long for it to fail, for it to blow up. But it's brought you to a place where you, as someone that totally opposed to an expanded playoff, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's brought you to a place where you're saying, you know what, quality over quantity but it is the lesser of the two evils in an instance like this. We are making college football worse in a number of ways. The NIL, the portal, et cetera, um, not appreciating the biggest games and, you know, the fact that Alabama and Georgia didn't have a safety net. Winner moves on, losers out. The fact that Michigan, Ohio State didn't have a safety net. Winner moves on, losers out. Just, you know, I need people to look ahead and see what Alabama, Georgia is going to be like next year when, okay, you win, you're the one, we lose, we're the four. There's 12 teams. We both get buys. Or Now, now the four highest-ranked conference champions get buys. But you win, you're the one, we lose, we're the six. Eh, we'll meet you again. We'll see you again. Do you see how much that loses? I mean, we lose that fever pitch intensity. And so we're making college football worse. But when I see this corruption at play, sign me up for making the biggest games worse, man. Sign me up for something I never do in my own life, which is I'm a quality over quantity guy. I choose fewer friends as opposed to tons of acquaintances, right? I choose meaningful relationships over many relationships, right? I've always been quality over quantity, always. Now I'm choosing willingly quantity over quality because I can't handle another glimpse of the corruption that I just witnessed. 
Mark, we're in an interesting place when it comes to college football. And again, we're getting that 12-team playoff next year, whether folks like it or not. But uh, And it's the segue into it is just, I don't know, the irony to me. I, I can't escape it. But with that being said, Mark, it, it is bowl season. Again, I know Are we you likely... announcing the, for the transfer portal? Cause you I'm not. Said, no, I'm not. With that being said, you just, you just <laughs> said the magic words. The buzz with that. I mean, I literally said it about a week and a half ago. We are approaching, with that being said, season. Brace yourselves. I know you've said, like, why can't guys just come out and say, you know what? I'm leaving for the bag. I don't care who doesn't like it. Peace. That's it. There, there needs to be none of this with that being said. Thank you to this, I this, this. I love my this. time in Columbia. <laughs> Coach Steph, Coach Beamer. With that will being be, said. will always be father figures to me, bruh. Will always be fathers to me. And the Gamecock fans, you showed me love that my ex-girlfriends never did. With that being said, peace out, bro. <laughs> Mark, let's play a fun game in the spirit of bowl season. I know you mentioned yesterday that the, the bowl slate is, in your mind, underwhelming. Yeah. But I want to go through these SEC bowl games specifically. I want to go on a scale of 0 to 10, your excitement level, watchability ratings, if you will, for each of these games. 0 being it's a snooze fest, 10 being it's must-see TV, you will be watching the football game. So let's go through these. You game for that? Are you good with that? I'm down. All right, cool. So Texas A&M and Oklahoma State in the Texas Bowl. 3.5. <laughs> Clemson, Kentucky. Clemson deserved a better opponent than this, in my opinion, um, given who they've beaten and given what they've accomplished. You know, it, it, you could make a point, Chris, that whoever is the higher ranked team in the bowl game is getting the short end of the stick in terms of their opponent. Right. But to me, this one is also a 3.5 or a four because we just saw South Carolina play both of these teams back to back. And while transitive property is often defeated, um, I feel like I know that Clemson is a better team, you know, like I feel like I'll be convinced if Kentucky wins that they wanted it more than Clemson did. And you never want to be saying that, you know, you never want to like Clemson LSU. That intrigues me. Mm. One of the best defenses in America. One of the best offenses in America. Where's that game? You know what I mean? Like, I, I just feel like they did a piss poor job on these matchups. With that being said, Mark, <laughs> music city bowl, Auburn and Maryland. Uh, negative 36, Chris. <laughs> I don't even blame you with that one. Uh, the Citrus Bowl, Tennessee and the mighty Iowa Hawkeyes, who I'm not sure if you saw the same golf place that during the Big Ten Championship was doing free beer. I don't know if you saw this free beer until Iowa scored, which I don't think they scored in the game, right? So it was just free beer all night. They're doing that again. Free beer for the game. Tennessee-Iowa. So this to me is a poor man's Clemson versus LSU. Okay. Like that, that's to me what this is. So this is a cool game, Chris, because of the contrast of styles you get in college football that you don't get in the NFL. Right. I mean, if, if South Carolina was two and 10 and they had the worst offense in America, people would say, well, this is the reason why we have the worst offense in America. I was 10 and two with literally the worst offense in America. It's, it's amazing to witness 
their ineptitude on one side of the football and their dominance on the other. Can you imagine what their practice looks like? Like, can, can you, like, what do you think they're saying to themselves in practice? Like, either we've got the 2000 Baltimore Ravens on defense, right? Um, or we've got a high school offense. Which is it? Oh, it's both. Okay, great. So I, I think that one, Chris, to me, it's not great teams, but the matchup is interesting. I'll go 6.5. How about the ReliaQuest Bowl, Mark? LSU taking on Wisconsin. Interesting matchup here. It is the UnreliaQuest Bowl to me, Chris. Uh, you know, Wisconsin, really? Wisconsin. LSU Clemson or LSU Wisconsin. Which does it for you? <laughs> and again, you know, if Wisconsin pulls the upset, you're going to have all the uh, all the Big Ten people thumping their chest. Are you up for this game if you're LSU? Are you up for this game? If you're LSU, you are the first team that would have been out of the 12-team playoff. Actually, Chris, I can I can scratch that because you, if you're LSU, would not have scheduled Florida State anymore under the new 12. Why would you? You don't need to schedule Florida State. You, you flopped Florida State with Florida International. Never been better. Now you've got two losses and not three, and now you're in the bowl. Like, again, how does this – how did this happen? Did – you know – and it happens, Chris, because you have individual bowl entities concerned about only their own interests, and you do not have an overarching commissioner that cares about making compelling matchups. Is this a compelling matchup? No. Two. Next. How about the Cotton Bowl, Mark? Missouri and Ohio State. Ohio State, already the opt-outs have begun. Tons of opt-outs. Kyle McCord's enter the transfer portal uh, Mizzou was a great story this year, have been. Eli Drinkwitz named AP Coach of the Year in the SEC, I believe. Uh, thoughts on Missouri and Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl? I like this one. I, 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 I like this one. This is an interesting matchup. By the way, as if all these Ohio State yuck guys are good enough to be opting out of bowl games. It's like, you see what's happening, Chris? It's like they're classifying themselves as being of a certain level of player. Like, I'm an opt-out worthy player. The boogie guy on South Carolina is classifying himself as a certain caliber of player by having an announcement of what he's doing. You know what I mean? Um, we all realized that the blue check mark on, tw on Twitter was irrelevant when Elon Musk did what he did with it, right? It's no longer, it's no longer relevant. It no, mm. it no longer means this is a noteworthy person, right? Um, I've never gained more followers in a year, Chris. This is the only year I haven't had the blue check mark. Okay. <laughs> so I've learned firsthand just how irrelevant that is. Um, I like Missouri, Ohio State. I, I think uh, Missouri is going to have a lot to prove. I'd consider Missouri the favorite in that game, um, just based on the intangibles that are working for Wisconsin and against LSU are working for Missouri and against Ohio State. To your point, Mark, I think that's a game where Ohio State, not thrilled to be there necessarily, didn't meet their goals. I think for Missouri, that's a game where I know bowl games don't meet as much as they used to, but for a program like Mizzou, that could be a huge launching point. So I, I think that's two differing, the mentalities of those teams, those fan bases, I think much different. Uh, Peach Bowl, Ole Miss, Penn State watchability rating and thoughts on the game? Doesn't do a whole I lot. Mean, what, what is it for you? <laughs> what is it for you? Yeah, I, you know, it's it's interesting to me because 
these two teams are similar in the standpoint of they're always the bridesmaid, never the bride. They're, they're kind of on the edge, can't get over the hump right now. I think that's more of a damning thing to Penn State than it is Ole Miss because of what Ole Miss faces on a yearly yeah, basis. Yeah, so it's like but... this game determines who's the biggest loser, right? <laughs> like, it's, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. right I mean, that's, right. that's a TV show. It's just like, okay, you know, who is second among the bridesmaids? Who is first among the bridesmaids? I don't, I don't really care to see that, you know? I mean, um, now, if you tell me this is a playoff game, which it, it wouldn't be, Right. Guess what garbage playoff games we'd get? Ole Miss, Georgia, which we just saw, and Ohio State, Penn State, which we just saw. You know, so we wouldn't even be getting good matchups in the playoffs. Now, what they will do, Chris, is they will tweak the seeds to make sure you don't get Mm -hmm. the same matchups. That's another form of corruption that they've already done before now. Um, But if you told me that this was a playoff game, I'd be interested. Why? Because I want to see which one of these two programs is most ready to take the next step. As it is, I think Ole Miss has firepower that Penn State does not. Uh, I'd say my interest in this is a five. Now we get in the fun ones. There's two left, Mark. How about the Orange Bowl with Georgia and Florida State? Again, like you mentioned, there's going to be, unfortunately, a lot of people that are approaching this thing is they're they're waiting to see FSU get exposed. But the reality is this is two teams that, again, you got to question the motivation levels because neither really wanted to be here. Yeah, 100%. You know, you just just wait for the, uh, the casuals to come out. And, you know, when Georgia wins 30 to 6, I told you Florida State didn't deserve to be as if that determines anything about anything. It, you know, like it, it determines not a damn thing, you know, um, what is earned between September and early December has nothing to do with what happens in late December or early January. All right. Um, did TCU not deserve to be in it last year? They won a freaking playoff game, uh, playoff wins TCU won in their history, Michigan zero in their history, playoff wins. You're going to tell me TCU didn't belong there? No, TCU learned that Michigan was stealing their signs. They made dummy calls. So they called plays where Michigan thought a slant was coming and instead it was a go route and they beat Michigan. Good for you. They deserve to be there. Um, Chris, this game I will avoid like the plague. Okay, so my interest <laughs> level in this one is a is an absolute zero. It proves nothing, you know. This uh, this is this game is going to be a bunch of casuals being full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And finally, Mark, the college football playoff, the Rose Bowl, Alabama and Michigan. Again, we will talk about this a lot leading up to it. I know on your show today, which I highly encourage folks to go listen to. I think you guys are starting to talk your leans for the college football playoff, but Purely from a watchability standpoint, your thoughts on this one? I think it's fascinating, as I told you yesterday, because you've got on one side the nation hates Alabama for you know keeping FSU out the playoff essentially, and then a lot of the nation hates Michigan for the Connor Stallions cheating thing. So it's 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 a fascinating game to me from that standpoint. Your, your thoughts on this one? Well, look, congratulations, everybody. They picked the best games. I just had L. Duncan tell me, L. Duncan said to me today, I didn't come, I'm not watching the playoff to see ACC Iowa, which is what she called Florida State, okay? And I said, L, I don't consider games you don't want to see to be selection criteria. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see this game. So therefore, games we want to see is the criteria for selecting playoff teams. Chris, Alabama is capable of beating Michigan. Michigan was my national championship pick when the season began. I am sticking with Michigan as my national championship pick because I think part of being a great team is a level of consistency that Alabama has not shown. They lost to number 12 Texas at home by double digits. They were tied three to three against USF in the third quarter. Okay. They beat one win SEC Arkansas. And damn, do I hate that one win. They, they, hate, they beat one win SEC Arkansas by three points in October. They barely beat six win Auburn that uh, got boat raced by New Mexico State in November. If you want to tell me that Florida State barely beat this team or barely beat that team, may I raise you hold my beer while I give you Alabama's craptastic results, okay? Um, part of being a great team is consistency. I think the best teams in college football, and maybe Georgia isn't one, can expose that inconsistency within the same game. I will lean Michigan over Alabama, but I will say that Alabama's best, you know, if what happened on Saturday was what had happened was Alabama brought its A game and Georgia brought its C game. If Alabama brings its A game and Michigan brings its C game, Alabama can win that game. But we've seen too many C, D, and F games from Alabama this year to make me think that's a guarantee. Tough to doubt the GOAT, though, with a lot of time to get ready. That's all I will say. That That is the sort of a X factor in that ballgame. We shall see, though. Mark, you've been gracious with your time. I appreciate you so much. I'm going to get you out of here. Last thing, though, you mentioned the underwhelming bowl games. And, you know, I don't know necessarily, like, if you are if you used to get really excited for bowl season and now you're kind of just like, meh, who cares? How do we fix bowl season, though, in your mind? Well, it, the bowl season is officially dead when we go to 12 teams, Chris, because it is going to be, you know, for 13 or 14 different teams in college football, it's going to be either we may make the playoff or we're not paying attention, right? And then unfortunately, what they're going to do is they're going to say, well, now we need to expand it even more. And then we're going to have what we have in college basketball, which is, well, now we only pay attention in the month of March in many cases, right? From a from a local perspective, Chris, yeah, we talk about Clemson against South Carolina. From a national perspective, when I when I do network shows, I can't. It's crickets, you know? 
I had even found that I get crickets in March now. So realize what is what is happening here, Chris. I think bowl season is dead. I think one thing they could do is give us more David and Goliath matchups. You know, like give Coastal Carolina a chance against a Clemson. Give them a chance, right? Um, like, and then the motivation that Coastal Carolina would have would motivate Clemson so that they don't get embarrassed, right? Give us more of these matchups. Give me, give me, give me more UCF, LSU, UCF, Auburn, right? I mean, that, that would do something. And just pay attention to the matchups, right? There are really fascinating matchups that the world would like to see. LSU Clemson would be listed as the best non-playoff game if they, they had been matched together. And instead, because of bowl tie-ins and money and the selection process, you get two games nobody cares about. LSU-Wisconsin, Clemson-Kentucky. Now, Clemson fans care about Clemson-Kentucky. Kentucky fans care about Clemson, Kentucky. Nationally, it doesn't move the needle from a matchup perspective, Chris. So start by getting by putting together compelling matchups. You do that by having a commissioner involved. As long as each ball entity is only out for their own interests, you, you, there's a risk you're left with this, which is, frankly, Chris, utter garbage. There you have it. Mark Ryan of the Fan Upstate. Check him out daily on the Fan Upstate. Three to seven offsides with Mark Ryan. He and Diesel do a fantastic job. Mark, appreciate you taking the time, my friend. It's a pleasure as always, and we'll do it again next week. Always, brother. Take care. All the best. Yeah, man. We'll talk soon.